Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. Well, welcome to the 150th episode of the podcast. And in this episode, we'll be discussing Martinism. Martinism is an incredibly mystically rich vein from an extremely esoteric offshoot from masonry known as Martinism. Surprise, surprise. Martin, as we know it today, started with Jacques de Livron, Joaquim de la Tour, de la Casa, Martinez de Pasquale, who lived approximately 1727 to 1774. And there's a form of Christian mysticism and esoteric Christianity concerned with the fall of the first man and the process of his return called reintegration. That this system originally originated solely with, with Pasquale is doubtful, but it was promulgated by him circa 1740 through a Masonic high degree system and later in different forms by his two students, Louis-Claude de Saint-Martin, the first person to translate Jacob Burma into French, and Jean-Baptiste Willemers. It was this former student for which the system bears its name, and also the re- uh, reorganized Martinist order founded in 1886 by Augustine Chabouz and Gérard Ancus, also known as Pappus. And that's a person I consider to be a figure of absolute magnitude in modern esoteric thought, and his influence on the modern tarot should not be underestimated. So what is it? In a nutshell, there are three branches of Martinism which we know today. Order du Chevalier Masson Eliocoin de l'Universe, or the Order of Night Masons Elect Peace of the Universe, simplified to Eliocoin. Apologies to any uh, French listeners out there, the complete butchering of the pronunciation. And it, this was so named after the Hebrew word for priest Kohen. This was the first and explicitly theurgical way that reintegration was to be attained. And the Eliocoins were founded by Pasquale, who was Samatan's teacher. Secondly, secondly, we have the Scottish Rectified Rite, or Chevalier Bienfaisant de l'Est Saint, which of that one as well, I'm sure. This is originally a Masonic Rite, uh, a former variant of the Rite of Strict Observance, which in the highest degrees uses Masonic-type rituals to demonstrate the philosophy which underlies both Martinism and the practices of the Elio Cohens. And then thirdly, we have the Martin, Martinism of Louis-Claude de Saint-Martin. This is a mystical tradition which emphasizes which emphasis is placed on meditation and inner spiritual alchemy. Saint Martin disapproved of these teachings being called Martinism by his contemporaries, and instead explained it as a silent way of the heart to attain reintegration. If you were to ask a Martinist what are your key texts, they would answer the Book of Man and the Book of Nature. But the main text is a is a treatise on the reintegration of being into the original estate, virtues and powers both spiritual and divine. The full title eloquently encapsulates the aims of the order. So from that brief description, we can see that martyrdom has an extremely mystical approach to its practice. Inner spiritual alchemy, theurgy, Kabbalah, meditation, Neoplatonism, secret rites, it has it all. And I am of the personal opinion that if Freemasonry is accused of having an esoteric core by its ignorant masses, this is because it's been confused with martyrdom by non-initiates. For myself, I consider Martinus to be the bridge between continental esoteric practices circa early to mid-1700s and those of the modern day, post-Golden Dawn. It's a highly developed mystical system and one that I align with extremely strongly. So, Brother Renshaw, do you have anything to add or any questions to ask? Um, well, a couple of things come to mind. Firstly, I've heard that um, it accepts female members. Is that common? I, I believe so. I, I, yes. I think they do, yes, with the more modern so, one. So lodges are mixed? They are, yes. There, oh, there so is the, there's the Hermetic Order of Martinists, which is Masonically aligned. That's obviously a Masonic organisation, so there isn't integration, but 
with the more modern ones, uh, standalone organisations, they do admit women, yes. Mm. Um, and what is the situation now? Is it, is it popular? A lot of people joining it? Um, are they taking members from masonry because uh, Blue Lodge doesn't fill up, fulfil their um, people's expectations? Uh, what, what's actually happening at the moment? I believe so. So a lot of the people I know that have called themselves Martis have been Freemasons as well. So there are a few groups that operate within Freemasonry, mm. which you have to find. They're not openly advertised. And there are standalone organizations which have members, uh, Masons as members. They, they don't have to have a Masonic affiliation to join the standalone organizations. But looking at the content that's been put out online, it's pretty high quality. It's very, mm. very high quality. There was a recent book released by, I think it's Stuart McClellan, called The Green Book. And that's very high quality. I think it's available on Lewis Masonic. But one of the dangers of these mixed up the invocations with the evocations, there's a lot of errors uh, in there, which is um, something you've got to be extremely careful of if you are practicing. But yes, it's, um, it's very, at the moment, it's very well uh, documented and there's, there's good literature put out. Um, evocations as you're talking about um uh angels and things like that or yes yes I hopefully know. not yes. not other things not, not <laughs> no not chthonic not chthonic <laughs> okay good and so you you said that there were three branches uh which of which is seen to be the main branch or the original or doesn't it matter now it's definitely the Eliu Cohen's, but I think it just operates as a fraternity at the moment. The the more modern version that was the 1886 uh, refounding, which is it's kind of taken off of the back of Pappas, Jean mm. and obviously with his voluminous publications on Esoterica, it's um, it's got quite a punch. But it's it because it's a standalone organisation, it kind of operates very much in the way of the modern Golden Dawn, where it's become a standalone organisation and. Mm. It's lost its links but it is, i heard um, that it was um quite popular in france but i didn't know it was mm. it was had any following in england it's got a slight following it, it's yes. it's not a massive organization but it is uh, it's it's elite shall we say it's, um, it's got mm -hmm. some very very illustrious members as you'd expect mm, but for me pers personally i i very much identify with martinism and its teachings it's a good organization for me great great send them my regards <laughs> i will i will <laughs> well, i think with, yeah. with martism with, with freemasonry it's best to discover on your own but if you do do a slight bit of internet sleuthing you'll find something local to you mm. yeah if you're interested okay. you must you must knock on the door or the temple for the doors to be open yes <laughs> it's true for everyone everything yeah I think on that note, we'll wrap it up. If you have any more questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.